Ag State of Mind, episode 55. Welcome to Ag State of Mind, a podcast that examines the stresses affecting producers of agriculture and how to alleviate these stresses and improve farmers' lives. In this podcast, we discuss openly the mental health crisis that is occurring in the agricultural community and what we can do to help turn it around. Now here's your host, Jason Meadows. Hello and welcome back to the Ag State of Mind podcast, a proud member of the Global Ag Network. I'm your host, Jason Meadows, and today on the show, we are talking a little bit about the COVID-19 pandemic and how it has affected college students. This is just one in a little bit of a series that I'm doing talking about how COVID is affecting the younger people, students, uh, Today we're talking to a college student in undergrad. In a few weeks, we're going to be talking to someone in grad school, in vet school. And then a few weeks after that, we're going to be talking to someone who's still in high school. So who is also involved in all these people involved in ag. So uh, it's really an interesting thing. And it's something that I don't think that we are taking into consideration enough is the mental well-being and the well-being in general of people, of kids, especially during this, during this pandemic, because they're missing out on a lot of things. And um, I hope that it doesn't have it too much long to me long term uh, implications. But today is today is my my guest. Like I said, is an undergrad student at Mizzou, Emma Rose Plock. She uh, she is majoring in agriculture up at Mizzou. She's actually from Franklin County, which is just one county over from me in Missouri. And we talk a little about about um, her experience as a college student. You know, she's kind of had three different experiences. The her freshman year, first semester was, was normal. Then second semester was totally blown up by COVID. And then this semester trying to do kind of go back and forth with the things, how different they are. So we talk a little bit about that. And we also talk about her ag advocacy page found in the field. Um, That's how her and I got in contact was over Instagram, actually. Um, She has a really great page there. Really, really good stuff talking about ag ag advocacy. That's a lot easier. That's a lot harder to say than you would think it would be, but <laughs> I, I'll get this thing down one of these days. Um, I need to mention that this is hashtag Ag Mental Health Week across social media. So please go and check out that hashtag across all social media, um, across on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's where it's going to be active. So uh, check that out. And uh, it's really good time. Some really great people involved there. So, all right, here is our interview with Emma Rose Plock. All right, Emma Plock, welcome to the podcast. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing wonderful. You know, we I think we just had an interaction on social media just a few minutes ago. We I, know, yeah. I had my last heifer last my last heifer cab for the year, so resting a little bit easier now for me. And <laughs> it's been kind of a weird year. We left in the beginning of calving season and now we're here again. And it was just, it's been kind of a, kind of been an off year, but Hey, that's kind of the way the year has been for everybody. For everything. Think. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. That's October 1st <laughs> to me. I, I can't get over that. I don't know. We're September. One, so. I, can't, I can't believe that. It's, it's, it's amazing how, like, I remember last year it was, I think they showed it on, on the news somewhere where it was last year at this time, it was like 92 degrees. And today it was like 62. It was just, just beautiful. I know. I know. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Walking through campus. I was like, Oh wait, it is fall. Right. Yeah. So 
what I'm trying to, what, what we're trying to put together here is a few weeks ago, I kind of had, well, it's actually probably been close to a month now. Uh, like you say, time gets away from us. And what I wanted to get to kind of get some perspectives on how students are dealing with, with all the stuff coming from COVID-19. And I've got you who is an undergrad. I've got somebody who's a grad student. And then I've got another high school student, all of you involved in agriculture in some way. And I'm, I'm really interested because I'm trying to think back when I was in college and I hate to admit this, it's a lot longer than I, I thought it was ago, um, you know, close to 12 years ago when I graduated college and how this would have affected me. And it's just, it's got to be super tough for you guys. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, luckily I had, so I started last fall. So I had one semester that was normal, you know, and then we came back in January and we had a couple weeks of normal and then we got sent home. So I was lucky I got a little, you know, bit of some normalcy and I got to see college like a little bit. So I can't even imagine being a freshman coming in and you don't know what's going on at all. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'm lucky, but I I don't know if I want to call it lucky either because, you know, it's still crazy. But yeah, it's been it's been really weird uh, trying to do everything online, especially I'm an animal science student. So I have labs online, which is which is really crazy. And I don't know. Yeah, it's been it's been something I'm still trying to get used to. And that happened back in March. So it's yeah. Right. So let me back up a little bit and, you know, kind of tell us your origin story, like where you started out. I know you aren't from very far from me. Um, I know you're just yeah. up the road. You're from Franklin County, right? Yep, correct. Yep. So just, just kind of tell us your backstory. Yeah, I saw my steer right uh, in the Sullivan Fair, so that's really close to you. Right, which is the one right next to ours. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so I'm from Franklin County, small town America over there. I'm a, an hour west of St. Louis, basically. So uh, yeah. Like, like you kind of said, I'm a student at the University of Missouri. This is my second year. Um, I'm an animal science student going for a, a minor in science and agricultural communications. And believe it or not, I kind of decided to go with that minor last minute this year after starting social media and doing some ag stuff there. I was like, oh, this is actually really cool and people get paid to do this. Why not add it on to what I'm already doing? So that's been super fun. I love those classes. But yeah, my family's always grown up or, you know, been in ag heavily. Um, we've always been doing grain farming since uh, they came over to the States long ago. So they used to do a little bit of some beef cattle here and there, and then they kind of dropped to that a while back and just started solely on some row crops. And then uh, when I was old enough to join 4-H, I was like, hey dad, why don't we get back into this stuff? And so I, <laughs> I dragged them into some livestock projects. And then, uh, I mean, we still have nothing big. It's just for me and my siblings to show, but we've really enjoyed getting involved with that and everything. So yeah, big ag background, super passionate about it. And uh, it's really exciting to be a student in ag because not a lot of my family went to college for that. So uh, super exciting stuff, yeah. Did your dad encourage you to do that? Or is it just kind of something that you decided on and he supported you? What was that like? Because I'll just say it for me, my dad, you know, he he would wanted me to have, he wanted me, not necessarily ag, but wanted me to have cattle, but he wanted me to do something else as well. And that's why right. I kind of steered in the way. And I just, I kind of just came back home to it. But uh, what was your, I'm just curious what your parents thought of that. 
Yeah. So uh, my dad does not farm full time. He he knew from mm-hmm. when he was little that he wanted to run uh, heavy equipment. So that's always what he's wanted to do. And he does that. He has his own business doing that. So growing up, I had no idea what I wanted to be. I still don't know what I want to be. You know, one day it was, dad, I want to work with you and drive, you know, these big trucks. And then it was the next day I wanted to do teaching. And then, you know, like every kid. And it took me a long time before I found, I thought of the idea to go to school for ag. Don't know why it took me that long, but I was like, oh, wait, like, this is something I really like. And uh, my parents supported it all the way. I think my mom was the one that kind of introduced animal science to me uh, and kind of threw that out there. But it's funny that you say that because my dad, I think a couple weeks before I left for school last fall, he sat down with me and my dad didn't go to college. Keep in mind, he graduated high school mm-hmm. uh, early, actually, and just went straight into the workforce. And he sat me down a couple of weeks before school and he was like, you don't have to go to college at all. He's like, especially if you want to go into ag, he was like, stay here, work. And he was like, you'll be fine. He was like, you don't have to do it. And then I was like, oh yeah, you're right. I don't have to do it. But I I knew I wanted to, and he was fine with that. But it was really cool that he supported me going, especially for ag, but he was also like, hey, you can, you can stay here if you want. So, uh, so yeah, it's funny that you bring that up and he'll laugh when he hears this, that I'm even talking about him. So. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny the looking back now, I mean, shoot, it's been 20 years almost since I left for college and, um, you know, we're just remembering those sit down conversations I had with my dad and the influence they had, because they do, they have a huge influence on you because mm-hmm. they, you want to, you want to please them. You want to do what they think is right, but still at the same time, you've got to still make your own decisions. And that's kind of a hard place. And I, I'm, I, I'm happy that you did that because, you know, it's, you, you're already kind of striking your independence and that that's a good thing. Right, right. Yeah, I, I told him, I was like, well, my dream job would just to be stay with here and, and live in your basement forever and just farm <laughs> with you. But I really don't think that's what you're getting at. So I left. But <laughs> So you went, you went to Mizzou and we, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've already kind of established that it's been really different. You've had a really, you've had three completely different college semesters like it's just been totally like every one of them has just been strange and uh what what, so tell me about like the differences that you're seeing in the three semesters and being an animal science major i mean that that's incredibly difficult to have be able to grasp the things that you're supposed to be learning and so much of it is hands-on so just kind of tell us what that experience is like and you know what it's been been like trying to have a college experience that's like like there's no precedent to it yeah 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 so I always knew that I wanted to come to Mizzou so I was really excited about that and last fall was great I loved it um I loved all my classes um I got a lot of gen eds done in high school so I was able to jump right in with those you know classes I was really interested in um so I loved last semester it was great and I I met so many new people not only in the college, but in the industry that ended up not even being that far away from me when I am home, you know, and I was literally connecting with people all over the state just on campus. It was great. It's what encouraged me to kind of get on social media and do the ag thing and kind of, you know, share stories there and stuff. So last fall was, was really awesome. And I gained a lot from it, got a lot of opportunities. And I don't, you know, obviously no one saw what was coming, you know, in March. Right. 
but yeah, we came back in on January and uh, January and February were pretty normal. I mean, everything was good. And then beginning of March is kind of when we heard this, heard of other schools closing and we were like, we're in the middle of the Midwest and Missouri. This will never happen I... to us, you know? And then uh, we, I'm trying to think, we got, got a call that we would just do spring break early. And, and then so we were like, oh, you know, an extra week. And then we, uh, not the next day, we got the call, which was weird. I was not taking any online courses that setup would be like, uh, but we went home. The workload was really easy because all the professors had no idea what they were <laughs> what <was> going on. <laughs> but being uh, online was weird. I mean, education-wise, it was still great. I got a good education. End of the year, good. The really cool people that I met last fall, which were thinking, oh my gosh, I can't hear and things like and so this year, I think we talked about this a little bit, I am living off campus with some friends. So that was nice that I am off campus. Um, I have the options to, to go in if I want to, to go into that in-person class. And it's a lot better this semester, I will say, because everyone's found their groove. Everybody kind of knows what's going on. Um, but the social aspect of things, you know, this is a time in our life where People are supposed to be finding friends that they'll keep forever. They're supposed to be finding spouses and stuff like that. And uh, that's the only thing that I don't think has gone back to normal. I don't know when that'll happen either. It, you know, walking on campus, it's fun to be back, but it's also like a third of the people that are here. And Mizzou's a big campus. So walking around and only seeing a couple people, you know, here and there, it's really weird. So I'm still kind of in communication with the people I, I met last year, I haven't really gotten the opportunity to socialize and meet new people, which which really stinks. And uh, like I said, I can't imagine being a freshman right now or a transfer student and not knowing what's going on at all or not having anybody you know, by your side. So really, I think the social aspect is the only thing that is still off right now. And is the only thing that kind of worries me that people aren't getting that interaction like they need to. Yeah, it's so... I think for so many people, the part of college that they hang on to, I mean, obviously we go to school, we get our degrees, we learn, we learn, you know, about the field that we go to work in, but so much of college is the social aspect. It's getting yeah. to know yeah. people who you didn't grow up with. I mean, it's your first taste of adulthood. People that came from a different background and you know especially us we we grew up in small towns we grew up in farm towns and so many of the people that we went to high school with were very similar to us so when yeah. you moved to you moved to columbia i moved to st louis for school it was our first like real like test of reality and you know you got that mm -hmm. for the first probably semester and half or quarter whatever it was um and so i mean you we were able to experience it but um it was so much hard it's so much harder to think about the college experience without the without the social aspect or without the full social aspect and so much of it is networking too you know the people that you mm -hmm. will go to uh, later on in your career there are people that you probably went to college with and that's that's really something, and I don't think people are really giving that enough attention, in my opinion. And, you know, I'm I'm no expert on anything, but that's the way I feel about it. And uh, I, 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 I hope that this is short-lived, and I don't have any solutions other than to just address that 
something is off. And you are a perfect example of just saying like, uh, yeah, this is, you know, you see about a third of the amount of people that you would normally see. And it's just weird. It's just hard. And you know, when things are weird, people aren't going to act normal. They just aren't. And yeah. what's normal going to be in the future? I don't know. And you're having to like deal with that in real time and uh, try to kind of transitioning into adulthood. Um, you know, it's, which is like a, a, sometimes a confusing and challenging time anyway. And just add this on top of that. Uh, it's, it's super hard. Yeah, I think, uh, no, I totally agree. And I think Zoom is great and all, you know, that's how we're communicating right now. But it's kind of like that, you can only do so much with that. And the networking aspect that you're talking about, you just don't get that connection when you're not able able to interact with someone. And uh, like you're kind of saying, I don't know if people don't really realize it right now, you know, the effects that it's going to have. But I think it's going to catch up when we all graduate and we're all thrown out into the real world trying to get jobs. And we're all kind of like, don't know what to do. So yeah, I, I don't know the solution either. I don't because I mean, clubs right now, which is a, a big way on Mizzou or any campus to get involved. I mean, they right. can't meet. Um, you're having Zoom meetings. I mean, no one's able to have interaction with each other. So yeah, it's a weird time and I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's So it's like weird. your bigger classes, uh, what, what, what do your class sizes look like? The ones that are where you're are attending over Zoom. I mean, how many people are in those rooms? Yeah, so one of them is a smaller class size that's split up. Uh, I think there's like 22 people in it. And then another one of my classes, uh, it's a big class. I mean, it's probably 150. And luckily, uh, the College of Ag had a building that they were able to remodel so that um, it's actually an old a show arena. They put mm-hmm. concrete floor in it and everything, Trowbridge. And uh, so we're actually able to have classes in there all spread out and we can fit, I think you can fit 200 or more than that in that, you know, place for a class. So that's really nice that we were able to have that resource to go um, and use that building. So, I, I mean, you do get some social interaction there. You're six feet apart, but you get some sure, social interaction. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, At least it's something. I, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I'll take what I can get. Um, but my roommate, she's not in the College of Ag. One of them isn't. And she has no in-person at all. She's at home all day on her Zoom. And uh, it, I mean, it's it's hard on her. She, I mean, one class she has, she doesn't even know what the professor looks like because she has never had an interaction with them. And so I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate that my college has, you know, resources for me to go out and use in that building and everything. But it, it's different for everyone. And it's harder on others than it is, on, you know, some, so. It sounds to me like you, you're kind of getting to recognize that you are fortunate in this and that you are having in person because you directly interact with somebody who isn't having the normal right, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, I just like, I mean, I just happened to think like so much of college was going to like football games and yeah. basketball games and you're just not getting that. You're not just, just not getting that this year. And that, Man, that's, that's, that's rough. Yeah. We had our, we had our first game uh, last week, which uh, it wasn't one to watch. You wouldn't right. have watched it, right. but um, I was, I heard from some people that did go to the, to the game. They got to go to the stadium. I think they had like a third, you know, of the amount of people in there. And she said it was good to like get a little bit of, you know, like 
back to normalcy, but she said even like half the band wasn't there. So not only was it empty, but it was also quiet. <laughs> and right. she was like, I don't really know if this is, <laughs> if this is good or not. You know, she was happy to get out, but then she was kind of like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, so the things that we're trying to do halfway, like, like, like football games like, is even though we are doing them, they're not what they're supposed to be. So does that help or hurt? I don't know. Like yeah. I, the, yeah. the like overall morale, like, I mean, it's good that we're trying to get back to doing things normal, but when they're not normal, it makes it almost, I don't know, to me, it just makes almost makes it even weirder. I don't know. Yeah. More uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm on a student council for, for Kaffner and, uh, we've been trying to figure out ways to put on events that we normally have every year, especially events for freshmen and transfer students. And, uh, you know, we're trying so hard to, to put these events on and get these people the, inter the opportunity to interact, but you get to a certain point where we sit down and we're like, is all of this extra stuff we're going through worth it for everybody when they show up and they just feel uncomfortable and they feel awkward and they're not really getting what they're supposed to get out of it. It's kind of like, well, when do you know that this is a helpful thing and it's not a helpful thing? Uh, you know, so. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot to, there's a lot to impact here. And like I said before, I, I don't have, I don't have really solutions to this other than just striving to get back to normal as much as we can and do things that are normal. So like, what's like restaurants like up there? Like, uh, does Colum I know like, so I stopped in Columbia on our, we, when we went out of town last month, um, we went up through Columbia and through Kansas city to head out West and we stopped in Columbia at a Chick-fil-A for dinner. And I know it was closed or the, it was drive through only. Is that a yeah. lot of the way the things are there? Yeah, it, it is a lot of the, I mean, that's pretty normal up here. Um, I think I can't remember what the new time is, but restaurants have to close now at a certain time at night, maybe nine thirty. Um, they can only stay open until ten thirty. You know, and in, in the restaurant, you're supposed to be, you know, mask on, and then you're supposed to stay with your group six feet apart. You know, which um, I don't know how well the the time thing works. Yeah. I don't really get the point behind that because. I, you know, I, we could talk about that the whole time. That, <laughs> right. You know, I know. I know. But, uh, so yeah, that's weird. And especially it's more weird because all summer I'm, you know, like we just said, Franklin County earlier. That was just, yeah, I that's mean, exactly what I was, where I was going to go next. We've, like we've moved on to phase three and, you know, here in Columbia, we're still stuck in phase one. Right. So it's weird when I go home and then I'm involved, you know, I'm in a different environment and then I come here and, you know, it's, it's something I have not gotten used to. And my other roommates are from Columbia. So they've been with this this whole time. Right. So like, came, that has yeah. to be weird on your psyche too. I feel yeah. because I go places and it's like a shock to me, but then I get to come back home. And for people listening who may or may not, whatever it's going to be like, where you, wherever you're at, I honestly can go uh, if I didn't work at a hospital, that's a little bit different. But if right. I just lived normal life, go and stayed in, stayed in our town of Cuba or around it. And I honestly may not even know anything different's going on. I mean, that's how things, yeah. that's just how things are here. Um, yeah. I was in a, in the gas, I was in Casey's with a, a guy and he's like, he looked at me. He's like, do you guys not have to wear masks around here? He had a mask on. I'm like, no, no, we don't. 
for better or worse, whatever. I mean, we'll leave the opinions out right, of it. Right. But, um, you know, he was from Texas and he was just like, oh, yeah, man, that's just, it's been like that and it hasn't stopped. So back to what we were talking about, though, going back and forth, I mean, that's got to be weird for you. Even, I mean, even weirder for you because have you come back home this semester at all? Yes. So, yeah. yeah so you're going back yeah. and forth. And I mean, it's yeah. just, it's got to be weird. It's just got to be, it's just kind of got, it has to mess with you a little bit. Well, yeah, I, I go home and I stop at a gas station and I run in, do my thing, come out, and then I'll come up to Columbia and you run into the gas station and they're like, hey, turn around, get your mask. And you just don't, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's not something that I'm used to, even though we've been in this thing since March. I mean, it's still something that is weird. And I'll say this too, um, over the summer, uh, my sister even tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. and uh, just out of, you know, that's a whole nother story. But uh I mean, the doctor said he was like, you, you do your quarantine, you do your thing, and then you go back to normal because you can't, you know, and I don't, I, that's probably going to make people mad that I said that. I don't know, but you know, you do what you have to do in your circumstances and then you, you have to go back to normal life because it will just throw you off even more if you're not, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was physically and health. She was so healthy. She was good. And then you go back to normal life because that's what you have to do. And you know, I'm, I'm, of course I'm still safe and I'm, you know, sure. do what I need to do to keep myself and others safe. But it, yeah, you were totally right. It is crazy. And it really messes with you when you're, you're going back and forth and you're dealing with different things and different rules and regulations. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's strange. So I, I want to give you, I want to give you ample time to kind of talk. We haven't really talked about this and I didn't plan on it as much, but it, it deserves attention is, uh, is your social media, it, it, your Instagram and, you know, where you came up with your name and what you try to do with that. Because I'm always, you know, that's how we connected. And it's funny how you can live so close to someone, yet it takes social media to get you to connected. Oh, Yeah. And so I'm always, I'm interested in that and, you know, kind of what you're, what, what you're trying to do there. Yeah. So of course I'm a 19 year old girl. So of course I'm on social media, Um, but a couple years ago (laughs) is when I discovered kind of the ag side of social media and I don't know what Uh side I was on, but I was not seeing that on my feed. You know, I just didn't, I don't, I didn't know it was a thing. And so then when I got into it, I was like, oh my gosh, there's people, you know, especially people close to me that are sharing their stories and it's so cool and people are interacting and learning new things. And I was like, that's so cool. But then I also started to notice that it was not a lot of people my age or, you know, not a lot of college students or, you know, things like that. Now I've, I've found some really cool, awesome uh, accounts of, of people my age. So that's awesome. But it was a lot of farm wives, uh, farm couples that were older, had kids, um, college graduates or, you know, things like that. And so then, uh, you know, I was, I was getting more into that and I was like, Oh, it'd be so cool, you know, to share my story and stuff like that. I was like, I'm going, I'm leaving for college soon. Um, as an ag student, I was like, it'd be you know cool to share that journey. Um, and I just never, I don't know. I never did it. And then, uh, January 1st of this year, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. It was my new year's resolution. So I did. And really the, the goal of it is just, um, I mean, everyone says their goal is to bridge that gap between consumers and producers. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course I'm, I'm always trying to do that, but, uh, but, you know, sharing not only my story, but those around me around the state of Missouri, um, how they got into ag, you know, just facts about ag, especially animal ag. I think there's a lot of stuff going on there. So 
lots to cover in that sector. So I, I love sharing stuff about that. And uh, I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, if one person can look at a post and learn one little thing, that's great. You know what I mean? You've done your yeah. job. Yeah, and, no, you've served a purpose. And like yeah. I said, I'm a 19 year old girl. I'm on social media. So it's not like I'm really, mm -hmm. you know, going out of my, I mean, I, I do go out of my way to, to make good content and, you know, to share stuff that I'm passionate about, but uh, it's stuff that I do every day. I, I hop on Instagram every single day and like pictures do this. So why not try to get ag into that and try to get it on someone's feed? That, Be purposeful yeah. with it. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, social media is a great tool for that. Like if you're going to be on social media, which most of us are, it's, it's, it's really great to have a purpose behind it. And so many people are doing so and you're you're one of them doing such a good job with that and you know we don't all have to be the same we don't always have to do things exactly the way our neighbor did them exactly, or somebody yeah. else is doing them that's what the beautiful thing about it is we all have our own story and it's our own one to tell mm -hmm. yeah it's awesome and i think uh especially within ag everyone's kind of working toward the same person purpose but everyone does things different ways so the way you do stuff with your cattle might be different you know the way i do it with mine but we're sure. all aiming towards the same thing and i think sharing the differences between that is important and it's important to know that that there's different ways to getting to our goals but all of those are meaningful and all of those serve a good purpose so I, that's something too that i wanted to add that i think is important yeah so do you, so like, do you, you're in college, do you have some non-ag friends that, that follow you and is there any, do you get any kind of feedback from that? Yeah, I do. Um, honestly, it's more people back home. I've gained a lot really? of people, yeah, here in Columbia that, that do say like, hey, that's really cool that you're doing that. Um, but honestly, it's people back home and, and I grew up in a really rural area. And so people are around it all the time and they pass the fields with you know, all the cows and they pass, you know, the, the cornfields and everything, but I don't think they, they know much about it. So really I got a lot of feedback from my really close friends back home, um, kind of texting me, messaging me and saying like, Hey, this is really cool. Or, um, even bringing up in conversation, they'll be like, well, Hey, like I read your thing that said this. So doesn't this mean that this mean, you know, just kind of stuff like that. So I've gotten a lot of engagement, honestly, back home, which is really cool because mm -hmm. I go back to that all the time and I can interact with that. So that's really nice. So it's really, it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I feel the same way about, well, I, I am back home, but about right. where home is, is that there, it is rural. There's a lot of from me, and it's funny how far, just a little bit down the road, we just don't do many row crops. I've talked about this a lot before. It's just a little bit west of where you are, where I'm at. Right. Uh, just gets a little hillier. It's not good soil for, it's only good for growing grass. But, uh, but that, all that being said, there is a lot of agriculture going on, but there are not a ton of people who really get it. Uh, if right. You know, because there's a lot of people who live here that are around it, but don't understand it. And I think that's uh, maybe a little bit, I think we're in a kind of, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of places like that because we are just like, an, like you said, an, you're an hour, I'm about an hour and a half west of mm -hmm. a major metropolitan city in St. Louis. And so like we get kind of that overflow of that, of people who want to get out of the city, but they don't want to get too far away from it and right. so it's a it's an interesting place to be and i always i always find it interesting because i feel like when i talk to someone in this same situation they say the same thing in that we are we're doing a lot of teaching back home or yeah. uh we're 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 telling our story to a lot of the peoples who we we may see every 
Sunday at church or in the grocery store or something. It's it, it, it's it's funny because you don't think of it that way, but there's a lot of a lot of knowledge that needs to be gained by people who just live down the road from us. Right. And I mean, growing up around ag or in a rural community, you don't, I mean, you don't need to know every little thing about ag, but I mean, just uh, one time I was in the car with my friend and we passed a cornfield and she goes, I wonder where that corn's going to go. And I was like, that's field corn. And oh, that's cool. That doesn't go to my plate. You know, like little things like that, Mm -hmm. that just tidbits of knowledge, I think are really important. You know, I'm not saying you need to know the whole cycle of this and do this, you know, but yeah, like you're saying, it's crazy how you can grow up around it your whole life and then not really know uh, some really cool, you know, cool things about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Well, I know we are getting a little short on time here, so I want to give you the opportunity to let everybody know what your social media is and how to follow you online and what the best way to, to kind of tag along is. Yeah. Um, so I'm on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Uh, I under found in the field. Um, I think the username might be a little different on Facebook and, and Instagram, but go ahead and look up found in the field and you'll find me there. Again, my name's Emma Rose. So that's kind of right under my, my thing. And like I've said before, we're just kind of, I'm all about educating, advocating, supporting and learning. I learn, you learn, you know, it's, it's a, it's really fun. So uh, I really like to get a good audience of uh, people my age. I think that's really cool. So, uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, I hope, like I said, some more people my age will, will tag along and learn some more fun stuff. So yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of education, a lot of learning both ways. Because uh, what's a valuable part about you know you people learn from you telling your story, but you also learn about the consumer side of a lot. That's what I've found, and not just the consumer side, but you learn about other parts of ag that you're not familiar with. Oh and yeah, that's what the cool thing about being really intentional with. Uh, ag social media is you get to learn so much about stuff that you wouldn't learn about otherwise. And oh yeah. That's so true. Really yeah. great. Really cool. Yeah. That's been my favorite thing about it. I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I definitely agree. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, taking time out of your evening. It, it, it was a lot of fun getting to talk to you and getting to know you. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. This is my first little podcast thing. So I'm excited. Awesome. Make <laughs> first of many, hopefully. Right. Oh, well, we'll see. Yep. Thank you. I really appreciate it though for thinking of me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Ag State of Mind. We hope this episode has encouraged you. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ag State of Mind. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. See you next week.